Tis the month of St. Patty's Day, and here's a random related fact. Did you know that the odds of finding a lucky four-leaf clover are 1 in 10,000? I'd say that's pretty difficult. Fortunately, if you're a business owner or hiring manager, you don't need luck to find top talent for your team. You need ZipRecruiter, and right now you can try it for free at ZipRecruiter.com slash Bob. You don't need a leprechaun when ZipRecruiter's brilliant technology is going to walk you right to that pot of gold of top talent. As soon as you post your job, ZipRecruiter powerful technology starts showing you the best qualified candidates for it. Aren't you just a wee bit curious to see how ZipRecruiter can help you? Well, today's your lucky day because you can try ZipRecruiter for free. Just go to ZipRecruiter.com slash Bob. In fact, four out of five employers who post on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate within the first day. Once again, just go to this exclusive web address to try ZipRecruiter for free. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash Bob. ZipRecruiter, the smartest way to hire. What day is it? Tuesday. Today is Tuesday. You know what that means. Tuesday. Tuesday, if that's all right. Tuesday. I thought today was Tuesday. Now you get it every Tuesday. Tuesday is gray and Wednesday too. Tuesday. Today is Tuesday. And that's where they are now for this Tuesday. It's two for Tuesday. You get two for the price of one. Now broadcasting from the Palatial Bob and Sherry studios on this Tuesday, it's Bob and Sherry. Oh, here we are. Everyone's favorite day of the week, Tuesday. But listen, I have a story for you that's going to make whatever is coming for you this Tuesday look manageable. I don't know why I'm so fascinated by these kinds of news stories but I am. This is the tale of a guy who was fishing by himself um, off the coast of New Zealand when Mm -hmm. he fell overboard Mm -hmm. um, and his boat went away. His boat drifted Uh away. And there he is in shark infested Mm. waters. And it was really cold. And he said a great white did come and give him a sniff. And he just got lucky that the shark, I guess, rejected him as food he said that he tried to swim to these um, islands called the alderman islands which are right there off the coast Um, but he it was so far he said he he just got exhausted and no matter what he did he was getting dragged and pulled further and further away Mm. further and further away by the currents and now he's he's cold he's beginning to experience hypothermia he's thirsty he's hungry he's scared And the only thing he has on him is his wristwatch. So when the sun came up, he began lifting his um, arm with the watch on that arm and and trying to make the sun glint off of it so that it would Mm -hmm. reflect. Mm -hmm. And sure enough, another boat that had three fishermen on it kept seeing this weird reflection. Like, be like, did you see that? No, I didn't see anything. No, there it is again. Wait, no, don't keep watching. Look right there. You see it? Now I see it. So after a while, these three fishermen were like, we got to go see what that is. Maybe there's, you know, something floating in the water that's valuable. Let's just go check it out. They went and what they found was this man nearly dead in the water. And when he saw them coming, he said, oh, I'm glad to see you. They pulled him out of the water raced him back to the marina. He was treated for hypothermia and exhaustion. 
his boat still hasn't been found. Wow, that's some current. Was he floating with no um, like life preserver or no apparatus at all? Just as best I can body? tell. Yeah. Yeah. As best I can yeah. Tell. That is he was just in, miraculous. He was in the water for just like a tick under 24 hours. Whew. There's a movie. It's one of the scariest movies I've ever seen because I haven't watched the tower yet where those people are trapped on top of like the cell phone tower because the heights thing gives me the willies. But one of the scariest movies I've ever seen is called Open Water. And it's based on a true story of this couple that went out on like a, a scuba kind of that. diving expedition. I know and that the movie, tourist yeah. boat full of divers mm-hmm. left without them. Right. And here's the thing. Ain't no happy ending. Not in the real story and not in the movie. And right. it was so scary that even when I think about it now, I get the like, ooh, feeling. Did you see that one, Lamar? I can't remember if you reviewed that one or not. Open Water? No, that's my biggest nightmare. That is my biggest nightmare, to be caught out in the water. Like if a couple of times I've been on a cruise ship, you know how you get over there next to the thing? and you, No. I'm not, yeah. I'm not, I'm not yeah. scared of the water, but I'm scared of being dropped in the middle and there's nobody else but me and the fish, and it's not good. Oh. I got, and that open water thing—that that is the most terrifying thought. Oh my gosh! I've read the in synopsis the of that movie when it was out, oh. and I said, "I I just don't want to see this. I no. just don't. I know I this know. doesn't end well. I mean, wow, that is not the feel underst- good movie of the year. No, like." You know, sometimes like you have a phobia and you go, you know what? I don't like spiders. I'm not going to see that. And sometimes something gives you a phobia. That movie gave me the phobia and the way it ends. This, this woman, her husband is gone and now she's all alone in the water and she's exhausted and terrified. And she just gives up and takes off her tank. That's keeping her buoyant. She just gives up because she knows nobody's yeah. coming. It yeah, is yeah. so scary. Uh, so round of applause for this guy that really used, I mean, he used mm-hmm. the only thing he had, which was his wristwatch. And yeah, he was him. able, he was able to use it in such a way that he actually got rescued. So yay. That's, and that's thank great. God those yeah, three fishermen found him. 20 something yeah. That's just unbelievable. That's right. Whoa, that's a story. All right, coming up, we got morons in the news. We have comedian Mike Siegel. We have a round of small plates and why you can blame dinosaurs for the fact that you don't live longer. It's Bob and Sherry. Instant access to the podcast, podcast, and fun side. Just download the free Bob and Sherry app. We have a little message for Lamar, so let's let's play it. <laughs> Hello, Lamar. I have a thing for you to test and evaluate. My family's version of BLT, which is simply bacon, lettuce, tomato, and Jeff peanut butter on toast. Honestly, I didn't even know until I was an adult and ordered a BLT at a restaurant that most people use mayonnaise. They even know that people didn't use peanut butter. So I just want you to try a BLT with peanut butter. And Bob, Sherry, Lamar, great show. Thanks. That sounds good. That sounds re- actually. That sounds really good. Bacon, mm-hmm. lettuce, sweet, juicy tomato, crunchy toast, and peanut butter. And isn't peanut butter and bacon the food of Elvis Presley? 
Lamar? Isn't that like the classic combo? Oh, oh yes, yeah. That's the classic combo. That is peanut butter, mayonnaise, bananas, bacon, and <sighs> yeah. fried in a pan good, good with butter. Lord. I, I don't so know if that's selling this uh, this particular item uh, right now with the Big E, who we all love. Uh, well, well didn't he had other vices. Well. He had other vices beside that sandwich. They caused. I, I got to tell problems. you though, I, I think I think that kitchen at Graceland got it more than anything else. I don't know. I don't know, but that's so, a great sandwich. So um, the crunchy, the salty, the juicy, the sweet, I can completely see that. And I think isn't going to go out here a little bit on a nutritional limb. I feel like peanut butter might be ever so slightly better for you than mayonnaise because it has some protein in it, whereas mayonnaise has only mayonnaise in it, right? But isn't there egg in mayonnaise and doesn't that have protein? It does, but it doesn't have as much protein as peanut butter. Trace. Trace, 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 trace. Yeah, yeah trace. That's mm-hmm. peanut butter. Now, I, mm-hmm. that's a that's an interesting combination. That is an interesting combination. All right, so you have to try that, Lamar. Um, maybe you can try that for lunch today, and then you can report back. Okay, whether or not that I, was like a I really solid that. combination. Absolutely, I, I, I will do that. I find that anytime you're looking at salty and sweet, or spicy yes. and sweet. You've yes. got you a winner on your hands. I love oh, yeah. that combination of spicy and sweet. Like if you took a piece of bacon and poured maple syrup and Tabasco on it, to <sighs> me, that is the breakfast of kings right there. That is solid. I feel by his silence that there is a judgment being weighed to be laid upon us by the DOB. <laughs> No, not at all. I, I've told you before that I had this fantastic sandwich with chicken on a toasted uh, bun, uh, like a hamburger bun, with uh, peanut butter. I I wasn't wild about the jelly, but they threw it on there. It was called something like the garbage can or something like that. And it was fantastic. It was really fantastic. I'm telling you, you can put, I think you can put peanut butter with just about anything. It may not enhance, you know, a steak, but it wouldn't kill it either. And I'm telling you, Lamar, a little, a, a chicken sandwich a chicken sandwich with some uh, peanut butter you will love. Well, what gives me confidence in the caller is she had the correct idea for peanut butter. She said Jif peanut butter, which is the only true <laughs> peanut butter. I mean, I, let's be honest. Peter Pan, no. It's the, and, uh, Skippy, Skippy and Peter Pan, they're too dry. Jif Oh, it's so spreadable. It's so edible. It's unforgettable. It is awesome. So, yep, lunch today. I will get Carla to put some bacon on for lunch, and I'll have me a bacon sandwich. I'll be, hey, listen, I will be glad to have a report on this. I really will. <laughs> what do you what do you think of those uh, peanut butter products where it, it says on the label, uh, just peanuts and salt. Mary buys one of those. I forget the name of it, but it's not it's I, not like one of these really you well have to known mix brands. It. I love them, but you have to stir them. That's the only no, thing. No, this one this one you don't. Uh, but I know the kind. Some of the grocery about. stores 
some of the grocery stores have uh, one of our local grocery stores has a grinder and one of it has yeah. almonds in it and one of it has peanuts in it and it grinds right. it and just comes right out. You don't have to mix it and there's no other additives. No, I buy that every once in a while when I'm like trying to be really like helpful or whatever. But when I'm really yeah, yeah. wanting something good, it's Jif, baby. You can spread that Jif on a rich cracker. The cracker won't cur- it won't break everything. It's awesome, awesome, awesome. We, so, yeah, we have I'm got on to this. get Tony I'm to get Jif to be a sponsor because I think we've got an endorser here that we could. Uh, hey, listen, know, buddy, I could do well. it. I could do yeah, it. Yeah. <laughs> All right, we can try. We got this. we got morons. We have morons in the news next, and Lamar will be participating in that. And we hope for many more days to come. But based on how the man just described his diet, fingers crossed. <laughs> morons in the news is next. It's Bob and Shay. <laughs> Morons in the News is sponsored by Every Plate. Skip the grocery store and save money with Every Plate. Are you ready? We never seem to run out. You're both morons. Morons in the News with Bob and Sherry. TikTok and even Instagram and Facebook are turning us into idiots. A man who is identified in England only as Reese has filmed a video that he posted lighting a fireworks rocket and putting it in his mouth. It catches a light, and Reese, dressed in Under Armour shorts and a puffer jacket, turns away from the camera as his friends can be heard heard cheering in the background. He balances the rocket in place gently with one hand as the fuse dwindles down just before the rocket bursts to life. Reese is then hit in the face by a spray of orange sparks as the rocket starts to launch. Reese tosses the firework to the ground as he and his pals wheel away in shock. The video ends before it's known as to what happened to the rocket exploding on the ground or not. However, Reese shared the video to social media with the caption, Happy New Year, everyone. Just tried to shoot a firework out of me mouth. Must be a dud. Um, are you sure that you're not high and this happened yesterday on an episode of The Coyote and the Roadrunner? It is exactly right. I was just relieved when he said, and he put the firework in his, and I went, oh, no. Where? I know. I, I clenched. I know. I'm not going to yeah, lie. I know it. <laughs> I know. Exactly. I, I think he's right about the dud part, but he's the dud. Oh my he's god! He's the dud. Yeah. Yeah. Oh <laughs> well, my guy's slightly smarter, but not much. Georgia man was arrested for trying to shoot deer with a pistol while driving. Rome, Georgia. A Rome, Georgia man was a, was arrested for hunting deer while driving. According to court documents, Jesse James, I kid you not, Jesse James, Aiden Gott, he's got four names, 20, was driving in Collier Springs Road about 1 a.m. in the morning when he stopped his vehicle and attempted to shoot a deer with a pistol. The deer was in a wooded area near the road. Gott was charged with hunting from a motor vehicle, hunting at night, and hunting from a public road. Officials did not specify if the deer was struck by Gott's gunfire. Okay, this moron is on so many levels. I mean, did he think he was Annie Oakley? I I mean, I'm not a deer hunter, okay? And I don't know anything about deer hunting, but I know you don't hunt them at night. 
You don't hunt them from a car, and you don't hunt them with a pistol. What are you doing? You're an idiot. I know. You should be locked up. Oh, by the way, he is locked up. That's good. That's good. Yeah. Okay. All right. This is... This is quite the appetizer and salad course for today's moron of the day. My man here was a, was suspected of burglary in Sanford, Florida. And so police responded to the home. It's about 1130 at night after they got a 911 call about suspicious activity. And when the cops got there, they found 23-year-old Archangel Destin, who was trying to break into the back of the house. Well, first he refused to tell the cops who he was. And then he said, I'm not a burglar. I'm trying to hang out with my girlfriend's friend. Um, But the cops were not convinced because why are you attempting to break in at now it's 1140 p.m.? Why not just knock on the door to hang out with the girlfriend's friend? So the cops said, sir, we're going to have to take we're going to detain you. And he took off running and a cop chased him and brought him to the ground. And the two were wrestling so the cop could get him turned over and get the cuffs on him. And that's when our man here reached out and cupped his hands around the officers. Oh, are you kidding? And began squeezing and twisting. Oh, so let me just say, for, for anyone out there that's confused, mm. it's been my experience that the circumstances under which a man wants you doing anything to those are very, very limited and tightly mm-hmm. controlled. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like you can't, it's not just something you can do, you know, like, oh, I was just being friendly or, oh, I thought I saw a bug. <laughs> Men do not want you grabbing and twisting on them, except under very specific circumstances. So the cop now begins whacking the guy on the head so that he'll let go yeah. of his that. Oh, yeah. Then oh, they yes. said they said they they cuffed him. They found a purse he'd been carrying, which contained other people's driver's licenses, insurance cards, and bank cards. The owner of the home that he was trying to get into said, we've never seen this guy before. We have no idea who he is. So they arrested him, and they took him in, and they took his mugshot, and the look on his face in his mugshot is... I could live to be a thousand, and I'm the guy that squeezed the cop. That's yep. who I am. There are some I'm people that, that are now. just such a pain. This guy literally, you know why I knew he was lying at the beginning? I've never known anybody who was, quote, hanging out with my girlfriend's friend. At nearly midnight. Yeah. yeah not, right. not good. Not you, good. If you're going to grab so, a man like that, you need to make sure he don't have a gun. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) That's not what you want. (laughs) You do not. Mm. You do not. Mm. So don't be holding dynamite and then lighting it. Don't be. Just, you know what? Just don't. It's a new year. Let's all be better. It's Bob and Sherry. She's done it again. Sherry Lynch named one of the most influential women in radio. It's Bob and Sherry. Sherry. So I want to talk about Selena Gomez, who I just adore and always have since the Wizards of Waverly Place, which my kids love. Um, she said, I think I'm going to retire after my next album. She said, um, I'm tired. The older I get, the more I kind of just want to settle on something. And, um, you know, that maybe would be her acting job, right? So before everyone rolls their eyes and, oh, it must be nice. Uh, she's been working full time and supporting her family since she was four years old 
and one of the kids on the Barney the Dinosaur show. Did you know that? Mm-hmm. How many people knew yeah, that? I admire her then. for uh, making this choice. You know, I mean, sometimes they just go on too long, especially people who are multi-talented. I mean, she can sing, she can dance, she can act. She's a good actress, and she's on that t- uh, television series with Steve Martin. Um, Only and murders that's, in that, building. Right, and she's, that's doing well. Yeah. She's you been know, through she, it, you guys. She, she has, has lupus. She has a very yeah. serious autoimmune disorder. She's had to have a kidney transplant. Um, you know, That's she's been outrageously blessed with talent and brains and beauty and all of that. But it's a lot. I mean, you can understand, right, how she might just want to kind of pull it back. Well, also, she may have taken a look around and said, let's see, what's the material like here for this next album? Yeah, it's not exactly what my old stuff was. It's not that strong. Why do I need it? You know, how many great albums can somebody have? Listen to what she said. Um, She said, trying to juggle singing and acting. She said, I ended up in a mental institution and canceled one of my tours. Um, I just, I I just can't do this. So good for her. You know how much courage it takes for anybody at any age to... To like acknowledge that, yeah, you love everything you're doing, but it's wearing you to the bone. Good for you, Selena Gomez. I wish her nothing yep. but the best, including continued good health. It's Bob and Cherry. Everyone Needs a Laugh is sponsored by Kohl's. Shop Kohl's and Kohl's.com today. It is time now for Everyone Needs a Laugh. Here is comedian Mike Siegel. I don't know, when you're a comedian, you get asked the same questions all the time. And I think the oddest question I always get asked is, uh, so you're a comedian, huh? You like it? Yeah. I won't be up here if I didn't want to be here. Generally, this is not one of those jobs your parents force you into. Never hear a guy up here complaining, yeah, I wanted to be a doctor, but my old man. Comedy, 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 comedy. I was the only kid in Little League with big floppy clown shoes. Actually, my parents are pretty cool with what I do, which is odd, because they're smart. (laughs) They're teachers. We need good teachers. I've had some bad ones. Yeah, your teacher's here? Yeah, God bless you. We need good teachers. I've had, fifth grade, I had a teacher who would use big words and use them wrong. (laughs) Then one day there was an eclipse, and we all wanted to run out and go see the eclipse, and she stops us at the door. She goes, don't look right at the sun. Don't look straight at the sun. You'll burn your rectum. Said, lady, I think you're looking out the wrong eye. All right. <laughs> High five, up top. All right, yeah. I'll find my own way to the principal's office. Thank you very much. I know where it is. I was at the principal's office a lot because I had an attitude problem. And here I am. My parents taught science, which was my worst subject ever, but I got an A on every science project. Why? I had help. You always know the kids who had help because everybody else is walking around with little paper cups with seeds growing out of them and cheap clay volcanoes. I'm over in the corner in a lab coat doing gene therapy. 
<laughs> Mike, did your parents help you? Nope. These are my monkeys. <laughs> parents, if your parents teach, they always try to sneak little lessons to you all day when you don't know you're learning. This happened to me. It's a true story. My friends and I were about eight years old, found the frog on the side of the house, showed it to my dad, and to give us a little science lesson on the spot, he dissected it <laughs> in the front yard. <laughs> Looking back now, kind of weird. <laughs> but at the time, really cool. An eight-year-old boy with guts and things, it was great. I learned a lot that day. Namely that my dad had a little reputation in the neighborhood after that. It was a long time before anybody's dog pooped in our yard again, I'll tell you that. <laughs> That's it, Fluffy, do your business. Ooh, not that house, holy cow. Dr. Frankenstein in that house. My mom was a research chemist. She actually worked on a cure for cancer, which is hard to live up to, I'll be honest. I was calling her from the road. Hey, Mom, how's it going? Oh, really good. We're doing gene transfer experiments with the simian virus, hoping an isolated DNA working a vaccine. What are you doing, Mike? <laughs> I'm at the chuckle barn in Toledo. <laughs> I get free chicken wings. How's my monkeys? Hi, comedian Mike Siegel, and you can find him along with every comic we have ever featured on Everyone Needs a Laugh at B-O-B-A-N-D-S-H-E-R-I.com. Click the menu tab, then look for Everyone Needs a Laugh. It's Bobby Sherry. Instant access to the podcast, podcast, and fun side. Just download the free Bob and Sherry app. Nominate a teacher who you think deserves to spend this year's summer vacation relaxing in Florida. Go to bobandsherry.com to nominate them and tell us why. Every week, we choose a winner to receive Bob and Sherry swag, and they're nominated for the monthly grand prize from Visit Florida, a three-night vacation for two this summer to Margaritaville Beach Resort, Fort Myers Beach, plus round-trip airfare and vehicle rental. They'll also join Sherry for a live recording of the Bob and Sherry Oddcast, Nominate a teacher at bobandsherry.com. I think a lot of us have a grocery store that is our grocery store. Mary and I do. You know, I mean, there's like, there's like within driving distance three, but the closest one is the one that we go to all the time. And usually it's me. I'll say, what, what do you want me to get there? I'm, I'm going to get a bottle of wine and maybe a little ice cream and something while I'm working tomorrow. What, what can, you know, sometimes she goes, but mostly it's me. And, you know, I know that every aisle in the store and very comfortable and I kind of like going there. You know, it's kind of a pleasurable experience for me. And there is a woman who is a checkout cashier who is a Bob and Sherry listener at, at my grocery store. And I would see her. Her name is Dona. And I would see her uh, now and then. I didn't think anything about it. And then I was checking out at Dona's uh, register and she looked at me and she said, are you Bob? And I went, I am. And she said, Oh my God, I've been listening to you and Sherry for so long. And then she said, there were like three people in line behind me. This is Bob. This is Bob a Bob and Sherry. <laughs> oh, I'm so and, sorry. Oh, and I'm sorry. They looked at me that. like stunned. 
you know, and we have a lot of visitors from God knows where, where I live. And, and, I'm, and then he, she called over the, 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 uh, the vegetable manager was with an eyesight. Come over here, Phil, come on over. This is Bob. I've been listening to Bob for her. I just love Dona. I just do. I always try to go to her uh, register and uh, for Christmas. I've done this two years in a row. I mean, she helps me out a lot. You know, she'll she'll just say, oh, there's, you know, something on sale over there. You got to look for that. And so I got her a Christmas card with a little something, a little cash in it. No big deal. So I gave it to her. Now, when Mary goes to the store, there's a man and she did the same thing for this man, older guy. And he's very efficient. I mean, he's on the job. He's always looking for something to do. Is something going wrong? Can he help somebody? You know, and one of his jobs is to stand by the self checkout. And if you have alcohol, uh, he comes over and, you know, you're over 21. He makes sure and uh, does the little, you know, tap on the screen. So he has not been friendly to me at all. I go over there and I, you know, put the wine bottle up and it's uh, help is on the way. And, um, first of all, it says, uh, uh, welcome valued customer. I, <laughs> I like that. Uh, so he comes over and, and, uh, he lets me go through and then I can put the other thing through the uh, machine, but he is very, very almost grim around me. I see him talking to other people and it, very nice with me. Not much of anything. As a matter of fact, less than nothing. Just, and I'm thinking Ooh, of myself. like deliberate coldness, you think? Yeah, deliberate coldness. Okay. Judging. And, and I'm starting in my, in my head, I'm playing up. Oh, he sees me. I'm always the one buying the wine. Sometimes it's for her. Sometimes it's for me, right? Um, but I'm buying the wine. And I think he's judging me because I buy, I buy a fair amount of wine in the course of a month. And he's always the one, seemingly, that, that checks me out. And I'll say, thank you. Mm-hmm. He'll go, mm-hmm, and walk away. Well, that's that's Mary's friend. And I said, hey, I uh, I gave uh, Donna a little something. She said, I did, too, to Paul. And I know who Paul is because he's got that little thing. And uh, I had talked to her about my relationship or lack thereof with Paul. And she said, oh, Paul is great. I, uh, I gave him his gift, and I told him that uh, you think he hates you. <laughs> I am not making this. I am not exaggerating at all. So a couple of days after Christmas, in I go. And I go over with a bottle of wine, and there's Paul. He goes, well, there you go. There you go. Did you have a good Christmas this year? Yes, I did. As a matter of fact, thank you so much. Thank you. I did. Yeah. Did you, were you here or did you go away? Uh, we were here for the most part. My, uh, well, my, uh, uh granddaughter got the, the croup. Oh, well, you know what with the croup, it, 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 she can't pass it along. You should have gone to see her. <laughs> yeah, I should have. And now I went yesterday and I'm in line with Dona, and there's Paul at his station, which is about 25 feet away, and he's waving, hi, Bob. Oh, hi, Paul. Hi, how you doing? So now I like Paul. He works hard. He's a good, good man. But I, it's just he's forced to be nice to me. 
the heavy now drinker. You, have to move. you know, now you have to move. Remember now, when you had to tell the um, owner of that restaurant that you had moved so that you yeah. could justify not being in a regular anymore? Now you right. literally have to move. You have no choice. I can't move anymore. You know what I'm doing? You know what I'm doing? I go into the store and I scan. And if I see Paul, I. <laughs> That's not stressful. I go to an, That's not go add, another That's aisle. not adding I, anything extra to the day. That's not. Why don't you make him hate you again? Why don't you make him hate you again? You were better off when he hated you. I yeah, was, it was quiet. I had peace yeah. and quiet. I guess I you'll never learn, huh, mister. Yeah. 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 I need I the the moral to the story is Bob's not happy either way. Yeah. Either way, it doesn't work for me. I, I don't want you to hate me, but I don't want you to talk to me either. Hey, no, hey you no. guys. Is that hey, just you guys. Me? The only thing that's new here is the year. Let's try to remember that. <laughs> is that just me or other people Make must note. have these problems? Same stuff, different day. <laughs> it's Bob and Sherry. Small Plates is sponsored by O'Reilly Auto Parts, your professional parts people. It is time now for Bob and Sherry's Small Plates. Starting on Friday, the Mean Girls movie musical is out. Starting this Friday, a new trailer has dropped, and here it is. May I have everyone's attention, please? We have a new student. Let's draw pity. Are you trying to make the rest of us feel dumb? I'm not trying to. It's just happening. Dear God, woman. Get in, loser. Regina George is a scum-sucking life burner. Why is he by our table? I can hear you, by the way. Can you hear me now? We're going to make her pay. Girls are made deranged by what's called hormones. W-H-O. What is going on? Don't worry about it. Dance break. Why is this so tight? I mean, you've had it since the sixth grade. You're probably maturing. It's funny how the mean girl open all the doors. I've been told y'all. We as women have to support each other. If you need to talk to me about anything, boy troubles, blackheads, or alcohol poisoning, I have been through it all. <laughs> Rachel Hamilton fills her inhaler with vodka. Oh, that's how you use that. Slay, queens. Slay like no one's watching. But everybody's watching. Because you're gorgeous. Ailey Freilinger has, what's this? Carrie Nips. Good Lord. Renee Rapp's Regina George and the iconic Winter Talent Show is going to be there. But the producer, who, by the way, is Saturday Night Live's Lauren Michaels, says this is not a remake. It's a new interpretation, but it feels familiar enough for people who saw the original movie. Do you that movie? That movie was out how many years ago? Twenty-five years ago? Twenty years ago? Something like that. Two thousand and four. Yeah, 20. Say that, 2004? Yeah, yeah. I remember my girls uh, going to see that. They said, yeah, we're kind of living that. Uh, A next plate here. Uh, This is for Lamar, mostly. Sonic, the fast food place. Sonic, 
jumps on the bacon bandwagon. They're out with a new shake. If you're in the mood of having a little bacon with your peanut butter, Sonic has you covered. The peanut butter bacon shake has dropped. It's created using vanilla soft serve ice cream mixed with peanut butter and crispy bacon topped with whipped cream and a cherry. And you can pair it with Sonic's new peanut butter bacon supersonic double cheeseburger. It's available now and it's also um, going to have as a side possibility a trip directly to a cardiologist as soon as you eat one. Holy smoke. Mm. Would you try would appetizing? You, no. You don't no, like that no, and you no, love no, no, bacon. No. I love, you love bacon. It. You absolutely love but, bacon. But no. guys, don't smother mm. the bacon. Let's let the bacon do something. I don't know. Yeah. 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 I tried bacon ice cream one time. That's no, 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 no. Mm. All right. <laughs> Stop gotcha. It. Stop it. Massive pothole has gone viral uh, in Grand Haven, Michigan. There is a pothole that is so big that people are now moving into it. Corey Denny came across this huge pothole after somebody put a recliner in it. Denny posted a photo on a local Facebook page and things took off. Somebody removed the recliner but put in a bunch of rubber duckies. A man sat in the pothole looking like he was fishing. And then somebody else put a Christmas tree in it. And now there is an entire living room set up and in and around it. The pothole is on a private road owned by Applebee's. I don't know why that's my favorite part of this story, but it is. The town is pushing to get Applebee's to fill it in. All right, here's another one for um, for Lamar. Rolling Stone has just unveiled the best sci-fi movies of all time. So along the way, there, there's like 150 of them. Terminator is at 40. Back to the Future is at 42. Uh, Godzilla, the original Godzilla, is at 37. At 100, it's a girl called Tank Girl. I don't know that one. Here are the top 10 greatest sci-fi movies of all time, according to Rolling Stone magazine. Number 10, The Matrix. Number 9, Star Wars. Number 8, Metropolis. Then at 7, it's Children of Men. I don't know that one. Number six, oh, Under the so Skin. Good. Children of Men is so good. Is so good. Yeah. What's that about? It stars it, Clive Owen. It stars uh-huh. Clive Owen, and it takes place in the not-so-distant future when human beings are no longer able to reproduce. It's become oh. just impossible for right. to, to conceive a child and deliver a healthy child. Uh-huh. Um, and only a few women are capable of getting pregnant and carrying to term, and so the human race is dying out. And then what happens? Wow. Dot, dot, dot. So good. You know, the human race, the population of our race is starting to plummet. It was going up for the last like several hundred years. And it is starting to plummet now because people are having less, less kids. Uh, little side information for you there. In plates. Um, number five, top five now. Rolling Stone, best sci-fi movies of all time. Number five, Alien. Number four. Blade Runner, yes. number three, yes. Close Encounters of the Third Kind. Number two, Stalker. What do you think is number one of all time? Greatest sci-fi of all time. Is it 2001? Is it a clockwork? Yes, orange? that's it. You just nailed it. 2001, A Space Odyssey. Space well Odyssey. done, Sherry yes. Lynch. And hey, there you is. Know what, you know what should have been on that list is the movie what, what? Moon. Moon, starring Sam Rockwell. Oh, it's so good, but we're out of time, so I can't tell you what that one's about. It's Bob and Sherry.
It's the stuff we wouldn't, couldn't, shouldn't do on the regular show. The Oddcast. Oddcast. On the free Bob and Sherry app. So um, this kind of broke while we were all over the holiday break, and we never got a chance to talk about it, but it popped up into my news feed again last night. How do we all feel about Kevin Costner dating Jewel, the singer? Um, it Where just are doesn't we on seem, that? It, it doesn't seem to make any sense to me. I don't know why. Um, I, it's just I Jewel comes comes and goes in people's uh, um, attention. You know, it, she goes away I, for a while, and whoo, here she is dating Kevin Costner. I think it does make sense, and I'll tell you why. And it's Kevin Costner's ex-wife who summed it all up in a very kind of dismissive and sort of catty way. Kevin's ex-wife Christine said, oh, "They're both into that Western stuff." Joel, <laughs> yeah. Joel is divorced from a professional rodeo cowboy. They share That's a child. Right. That's right. That's right. Yeah. And Kevin Costner, that Yellowstone franchise ain't his first rodeo. I'll remind you all, Dancing with Wolves, among others. Kevin That's Costner true. has always been interested and in West American World. West. Was he not in West and Westworld? Yeah. So, I mean, here we have here we have a guy that clearly is very enthusiastic about that lifestyle and that period in American history. And Joel, who lives that lifestyle, you know, and was actually married to a rodeo cowboy. And apparently they met at some charity function and they hit it off. And the other thing Kevin Costner's ex said was, I was a little surprised that he moved on so quickly, but they're both into that Western stuff. Yeah, that was a little cutting, wasn't it? Although, um, I can see it now that you put it that way. It's always interesting what your ex says about your current, isn't it? If you oh, get it wind is, of yeah. it, it's always yeah. so interesting. Yeah. yeah. So, it, it, I know to a lot of people, it seems like a weird match. But I'm sitting here looking at it and going, oh, this seems like the right match. Seems like they have so much in common. And both understand, like, that whole celebrity world, you know, and all that Western stuff. <laughs> it's yeah. Bob and Sherry. Bob and Sherry books, swag, and the mother of all mothers merch. Just hit shop at bobandsherry.com. It's talkback time. You can call us on the phone at 844-52-S-H-E-R-I, or you can snatch up our app. It's free in Google Play and the Apple Store. Do you know what the app, you can listen to the show every day and each and every one of our podcasts, from the daily podcast to the oddcast to Talking Lamar to True Weird Stuff, and you can text the studio and enter contests. You can even send videos, or you can just tap the little microphone in the bottom center of the screen and talk. And the app will do the rest. Hey, Bob and Sherry. This is Soleil. And I wanted to give a shout out to my mom, who's listening right now, actually. She's loved your show for years. And I love it, too. And, yeah, well, anyway, we love you guys. And bye-bye. I love her name. Oh, Soleil. That's so pretty. Yeah, it's beautiful. Yeah, thank you. For Lamar, maybe he just has to have the right kind of meatball to be able to come into the meatball world. I'm from the Midwest, and some of the stuff you get right, and some of the stuff you don't, but that's not what this call's about. Grape jelly cocktail meatballs. That's what you need. Just Google grape jelly cocktail meatballs, and I tell you, if this doesn't convert you, there's no converting you.
Thank you for all you do on the show. This is Jenny Jane Fredericks. Used to be from Woodstock. Thank you, Jenny Jane. Thank you, Jenny Jane. Used to be from Woodstock. (laughs) Say it. Say it. I go on. Grow jelly, grape jelly on a meatball. I've had it. I've had it at a party. I had. There were small ones. And I looked, oh, there's a meatball, a Swedish meatball. And there was something different about it. And I found out it was grape jelly in it. I have to say it wasn't bad. I mean, it was okay. But then again, I, you know, there's a sandwich a local joint has that is a chicken breast with peanut butter and a little bit of jelly, grape jelly on top of it and some slaw. And it doesn't sound like a Bob lunch, but it's so delicious. That I, I get it every once in a it while. It does not sound like a bomb. It's it's great. It's it's fantastic. It sounds so like the sort of the thing, thing that Bob would be very critical of if somebody else was ordering it. Yeah. Doesn't Luckily, it? he's eat it first, though. He's eat it first. Well, he does have. I, just, I mean, anything that his mouth touches is it's sanctified, you know, in that way. So, yeah. yeah. Sanctified? Anything my mouth touches is sanctified. Anything your mouth touches, yeah, yeah. That's what you, yeah. I mean. You've been telling me um, about your your germs are helpful and That's you have right. the best taste. That's you know, true. So I figure, I figure if you slap your lips on it, it must just be better. Do you ever forget anything at all? You know, I like are you like a human freaking elephant? Jeez, I mean, I say Has one ever- thing twenty years ago. I don't forget anything, which might be why husband number three is in circulation. (laughs) (laughs) I said that to Mary once. She's like you that way. I said, you have a, I said, you have a memory. I couldn't even finish. I said, you have a memory. And she looked at me like an elephant. And it's true. It's true. It's, it's very nerve wracking when you're with someone and I have two of you. That uh, you know, as soon as you say something or do something, they will never forget it. Never no, forget it. We never, we never will. I would like to. I'd like to have more forgetfulness. I think that. I think you're a little bit happier if you don't remember every single thing, including what the oh, person yeah. was wearing when they said it. Because yeah, who was the actress? If, who was the actress that said, um, "The secret to being happy." is something and a short memory it is uh, a good love life and a short memory or something. Ingrid Bergman or one of those era of actresses. And when you think about they, it, yeah. it's true it's, no, because it's so then true. you're not, you're not, you're not going over and over mistakes you made in a relationship, stupid things you said on the radio, you know, you just, you just go about it. I'll tell you another way it helps is um, if you have a short memory when your partner, significant other, spouse, whatever, um, does something that really crosses a line, if you have a short memory, it's this incident, right? But if you have a mm-hmm. long memory, you're like, here we go again. I'm yeah. done with this. <laughs> yeah, that's true. It's very difficult. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. It's I don't know if you're going to be any so happier for others. Yeah, I don't know if you're going to be, you know, if you forget about something that somebody wronged you with and then all of a sudden it's brought back again. I don't know if you're really any happier that way. 
you're not happier when you remember every detail. I can tell you that. No, you're no, that's definitely true. not happier then. That's true. But I, but on the other hand, you need to have a pretty good memory because if you can't remember all of the good and wonderful times when bad things happen, you have nothing to fall back on. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. That's true. So what That's you very, want very is like an in-betweenish kind of memory. Selective. Bob, which yeah. is kind of what you have, right? You kind of kind yeah. of an in-betweenish memory. You don't remember yeah. some of the unbelievable things you've said, but I've written them down, <laughs> so they're there. Yeah. You know? But you're very lucky. you kind of float along, kind of mostly happy. Yeah. A little bit yeah. confused sometimes, but that's not the worst thing. Look at you. Yeah. Are fine. we having Jello you're for fine. lunch today? Do we have <laughs> Jello for lunch today? <laughs> With bananas in it. Great it's Bob yeah. and Sherry. Use the talk back, feature talk back feature on the free Bob and Sherry app and leave us a message. One of the things that I look forward to um, going extinct, and it will eventually, are these clickbait slideshows like you'll see a headline that really grabs your attention and the one i'm going to talk about here is things that cost a fortune but that we're still stupid enough to pay for and i was like oh i'm definitely wanting to see this i bet i'm guilty of a lot of these and that then you click on it and it's a slideshow so you have to keep clicking through and clicking through every other slide is an ad and if your finger doesn't have the laser precision of a robotic da vinci surgery then you will find yourself opening up all the ads and videos and your screen going haywire. Okay. It makes me mm -hmm. crazy. Eventually um, they'll come up with a, another way to capture our eyeballs. But some of the things that were in this slideshow, like one of them was airport food. It's ridiculously overpriced. It's not that good. And we all can agree with that, but right. I don't think you should attack us for being stupid to pay for it. Cause if you're stuck at the airport, what are you supposed to do? <laughs> what are you going to do? Eat. Yeah. 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 Are you supposed to look for someone traveling with a pet, build a fire, and make your own food? Like, come on! You have. Aren't no you surprised though? Aren't you surprised that you're at the airport and you get a bagel with ham and cheese and a water, and it's seventeen dollars or something like that? Yes. You talk about but gouging. I feel like those prices are coming into other places. I saw a tweet the other day from a guy who mm -hmm. said. I forget what his order was, but he got like the chicken teriyaki footlong from Subway. And he mm -hmm. said, why, why was that $14? Who remembers $5 footlongs? $5 yeah, footlongs have been extinct for a minute. Yeah. Right, so right. Um, another, thing, another thing on this list that I do agree with is printer ink. Um, and I'm starting to, you know, I think it's Shaq who does the, isn't it Shaq who does the commercials yeah, for the, tank, the eco is, tank yeah. or whatever? Yeah. Um, I don't print that much. But those, I'm like, yeah, Shaq, you're right. Why the heck? A, a box of printer ink for our printer is $86 at Staples. <laughs> and I feel yeah. like I'm constantly replacing it. Like, here's another one. Cable TV. But guess what? <sighs> have you looked at what it costs now to have a couple of streaming platforms? It's almost right. like cable wasn't that bad, right? Because you had cable and you had HBO and you had FX or whatever. Now you cut the cord, but you've got Netflix and Amazon Prime. And Amazon Prime has, they sent out an email over the Christmas break um, telling those of us who have Amazon Prime video 
that they're adding ads to the platform. And if we want an ad-free experience, we can pay even more. Did you get that email? I saw that. Did you? Did I you? got that. I got yeah. that. You know, you know what? I'll have to give it to Disney. The only reason I got Disney as a streaming service was to see the Beatles thing uh, about a year or so ago. And I haven't watched it since. I mean, we have, you know, grandchildren who come over every once in a while, but not often. And, and Landon will only let them, my daughter will only let them watch, you know, something where, I don't know, there's talking bubbles or something that smile a lot, you know, just nothing that's dramatic like Disney. So I went on, I said, I'm not paying for Disney anymore. And I went on, I hit two, two uh, things and uh, two icons. I was gone. They said, thank you for your, you know, for your, um, not service, but your customer. What am I trying to say? Thank you for being loyalty. a customer. Being yeah, a customer. loyalty. And it was gone. It was easy. There was no, you know, you got to jump through two hoops. I'll promise you this about Disney Plus. Um, it's super easy to unsubscribe. And then it's super easy to resubscribe. Because I got it to watch Hamilton, the musical, and then mm -hmm. unsubbed. And when my kids came home for Christmas break, they wanted to, I don't know what they wanted to watch, probably something they've seen 10,000 times already, like Pitch Perfect, but they mm. were all sad. So I reactivated the Disney while they were here. I will give you that. Disney does do a good job of that. Um, yeah. Delivery event fees on tickets is on this list <laughs> and, and delivery fees. So can I tell you, I don't want to turn into someone's dad in 2024, but I'm terrified that it's happening because... So I've had, I have um, Karamia and Elizabeth uh, here for a few days last week before school started back up. And, um, all right, let's get, we'll get takeout for dinner. And I said, you need to go pick it up. And Karamia's like, I'm like, oh, but that would mean going outside. <laughs> yes. Um, yes. Cause the restaurant isn't in the bathroom. As it turns out, you would have to go to go to the ramen restaurant. You would have to go outside. Why can't we get it delivered? So I said, okay, let's, let's look. So I pull up DoorDash. And we order everything and we put it in the cart. And by the time the delivery fees and the service fees and the tip goes on, because you're going to tip somebody to bring you your noodles, yep. um, it was $65 more than if we drove two miles in each direction. Are you kidding? I you am sure not. That that? Is not. I'm 100%. That is not an exaggeration. This was my teachable moment. So there I am in my, I'm, I'm basically a dad. I'm in jorts. I'm in my old basketball t-shirt with a hat on saying, now listen up, you kids. I know you think it's a convenience to get this delivered. But <laughs> I said, what could, think about what you could do. What if you yeah. went and picked the food up and some, and I just gave you the $60. Think about what you could yeah. spend that on. So apparently I am turning into everyone's dad. What's the difference between a service fee and a delivery fee? Oh. Um, the, the words and the order of letters, spelling the words pretty much. Yeah. It's like yeah, when you order. It. It's like when you order room service at the hotel, and there's a there's a charge down there on it. But does that go to the person bringing it up, or does it not? And you wind up it doesn't tipping them. You got a tip. Yeah, yeah so, yeah. so you're you're tipping everybody down the line. I mean, that's it's a lot. It's a yeah. Lot. I'm, I'm very. I, I don't have much good to say about Congress, but they have either passed or they're looking into getting rid of resort fees. When you check into oh, a hotel. They need to. Yeah. Oh, they need to. Twenty-four dollars hey, hey a day. It's one thing when it's a resort. It's another thing right. when it's the best western <laughs> off the interstate. Exactly. Yes. 
Yeah, exactly. I'm sorry, Dylan. What does this resort fee cover? I'm allowed to use the elevator. Thank you. (laughs) (laughs) It's Bob and Sherry. Can you believe this is sponsored by BritBox? Unbox BritBox and escape to the best of British TV. You read it once. I don't believe that. And then you read it again. I can't believe this. It's Bob and Sherry's. I believe this. I cannot believe this. Do you ever wonder why human beings have such a short lifespan? You know, relatively speaking, we live longer than a fruit fly, but we don't live nearly as long as like a crocodile or a salamander. Um, turtles, hard-shelled turtles, you know, you can have turtles. A tortoise can be like 150 years old. And That's reptiles, right. your crocodiles and your, your lizards and your alligators – they not only live longer than we do, they age very, very, very slowly. In that way, they're a lot like Kelly Ripa. But why is it that human <laughs> beings, you know, like why is it that we, we don't live longer? Like we only replace our teeth once in our whole lives when our baby teeth fall out. But sharks? They grow new teeth continuously, and you can have a shark that's hundreds of years old. Um, and, and, you know, before dentists were invented, like mouth and teeth, tooth infections, abscesses, and mouth stuff, that would kill people. And also, um, when, when we lose our teeth, especially like in the ancient times, we wouldn't really be able to eat what was available, so we would die. That's just like one example. Chickens, chickens have... built-in capacity to repair the damage of UV light. We don't have that. Have you ever wondered about why that is? Well, I'm about to tell you, and dinosaurs are the reason for it. Because mammals, and we're mammals, mammals shared the planet with dinosaurs for a long, long time, like 100 million years. And we were at the very bottom of the food chain, us mammals. Because you compare... Like a little mammal, you know, some sort of little primitive, prehistoric, ancient mousy kind of thing, right? Which is what, um, you know, the whole evolutionary thing kind of springs from. It gets bigger and bigger and smarter and smarter and so on. That was food for carnivorous dinosaurs, um, food for pterodons and Tyrannosaurus and Allosaur and all of these creatures. We were at the bottom of the food chain and this... This is where you really get like the ready. Here we go. Mammals did not evolve the kinds of characteristics that would allow us to live a long time, like regenerating our teeth or our fingers. The way, you know, a lizard can like a leopard gecko can lose his tail and he'll grow it back. Right. Um, we, we didn't develop any of that. Because we weren't going to be around long enough to make it worth nature's while because we were food. That's why humans did not develop um, UV sun protection, the ability to regenerate lost limbs, the ability to have like a new tooth grow in if, an, if another tooth, you know, went south on us. Because we were being eaten so fast that there just wasn't a point. Wow. My God. That was a scary time to live. (laughs) That was a very scary time to live. Yeah. Um, One of the the animals on our planet 
is a, that has the longest lifespan is a mammal. It's a bowhead whale. And, you know, they were, they were not as easy to eat. They were out there in the deep ocean. Like we were running around on the ground. Any hungry, yeah, yeah. any hungry carnivorous thunder lizard could scoop us up and snatch us up and eat us. So it gives you a lot to think about when you, when you look at everything in the animal kingdom that's able to, you know, kind of repair and rebuild itself. And in fact, it wasn't until after the asteroid wiped the dinosaurs off the face of the earth that the surviving mammal species were able to begin to get bigger and bigger and bigger so that we could climb up the food chain. If, if there were still dinosaurs, because, you know, like when you're a kid, you wish there were dinosaurs. My kids wish there were still dinosaurs. If there were dinosaurs, we wouldn't be doing so well. They would be in charge. Yeah. But because <laughs> yeah. dinosaurs got gone, we yeah. mammals, it became our turn to thrive and dominate. But wouldn't yeah. it be awesome if you could regrow fingers and teeth and eyeballs and all of that sort of stuff? I just want to regrow hope. You know, if there were dinosaurs <laughs> around right now, you'd have to have a really good ring doorbell. I can tell you that right now. Oh, I can't even, you know, some of these things were the size of school buses. How are you yeah, sharing yeah. the planet or the neighborhood with that, right? Mm, so right, I right. know that, you know, on a dreary January when the credit card bills are piling up and the world seems to be on fire, um, learning that a chicken is better equipped than you might not be the picker up where I was hoping it would be. But yeah. wouldn't it be cool if you could regrow a finger? That's all I'm saying. And now you know why right. you can't. It's Bob and Sherry. Sign up for our newsletter. We never spam you. Never did. Get Bob and Sherry exclusives. Just go to BobandSherry.com. These are five things that you can do this month that'll set you up for a great year. Now, I'm just going to be honest. I will not be doing most of these myself. Number one, schedule a physical checkup. Hey, go to the doctor. Number two, think of the successes you've had in the past and then set new goals. Don't dwell mm-hmm. on failures. That's that's not how you want to be. <clears throat> Number three, get your things in order. That means unclutter your house, unclutter your desk, unclutter your phone. Delete mm-hmm. those unread emails. You're not getting read them last year, girl. You ain't reading them this year. Get rid of all the duplicate photos that you have of the dog. Clean out your closet. <laughs> That's a good one. My phone's loaded. Go ahead. Go ahead. Do you really, really need to have like tax returns that your parents kept and they're gone now? No, mm-hmm. shred that stuff. You've got mm-hmm. to get things in order. Number four, you got to pay your debts. Now, you can't pay them right now because we just spent all the money we didn't have on Christmas, but you got yeah. to come up with a plan to get yeah. these debts down if you want to have a good year. And finally, number five, <clears throat> get your mind right. Girl, get your head right. Forgive yourself for all the ways you screwed up last year. Forgive other people. Get rid of that negativity. Nobody wants to hear it and it's making you sick. Make a little right. bit of time to take care of yourself. Try to be creative. Even if the only thing you know how to do is like to color, do something creative go outside and take a walk. Those are the five things that you can do right now that'll make the whole year better. Get that checkup. Focus on your successes. Make new goals. Declutter everything, especially your phone. Pay your debts 
and get your head right. Now that sounds like something that we all could do. I'm not going to do most of those. It's Bob and Sherry. Now, let's open up the Bob and Sherry Archive Vault. My wife made a list, and she calls it the 24 hours of Bob's pain. You will not believe what happened to me in less than 24 hours. I got the grill, fire up the grill, go to cook a couple of steaks for uh, Mary and me, right? It's going to be great. I go out, and I pull out a T-shirt as I'm going out my front door to go to my grill. A bee or two or three bees got into my shirt. Five bee stings. Get out Just of like that. Where? I'm going, ah, ah, ah. Five freaking bee stings. Hey, hey, the X right now is going, the fabric softener, not so bad, huh, Bob? Boy, she's right about that. <laughs> Where did the bees get On the you? back and on the chest. And they're still itch. I'm going to need you to itch my chest a little bit later <laughs> on. No, I'm serious. I'm serious. So then I go over and I'm going, well, bee that, stings. That wish I made with a penny and a fountain finally came true. Thank you very much. Going to be itching I mean, Bob's bee chest. Stings, bee stings. And she, That's terrible. I know it. And she said, are you allergic? I said, I don't think so. But my my father was hospitalized, almost died from a bee string. But I think I'm okay. She goes, hang on. I'm going to go and, and go online and Google this. <laughs> so I'm, I'm waiting and I'm waiting and I'm waiting. How's the, I, I go up there. I say, how's this coming along? And she says, well, I just jumped on Facebook for a second before. <laughs> but you didn't go into shock, so that's I'm, good. I'm thinking I'm going into shock, and she's checking her status. <laughs> so finally she, she, she types in on, on Facebook, Bob has just been stung by five bees. Anybody have any ideas? <laughs> a guy writes to her. The first response is, well, I don't know about that, but he's. His day isn't all bad if he's waking up next to a fine-looking lady like you. <laughs> this is some guy that she knew. I don't know when. He's hitting on her. <laughs> he's hitting on her. So I go out and I start cooking the steaks. And I'm, I'm going, God, this is it. And, uh, I, but I still I don't want to ruin the night. And, and I'm cooking. She says, let me take over. You go up and uh, go get this Benadryl. So she's got this Benadryl stuff you can put on because her daughter Madison's going to camp. And uh, I'm putting it on. She brings the steak in. Steaks are undercooked. All right? But I can't say anything because she, she keeps saying to me, is the steak okay? Is the steak How, okay? What do you mean it's they're fine. undercooked? Don't it's you like just, them rare? No, I don't like them rare. I don't know. How do you like them? I, I like a medium well. It's, I, I mean, don't. Ew. Please don't. Don't do that. Don't do that. Ew. So, you know, that's not the worst thing in the world. But. Then the next morning, doing all right eating raw meat if it's cooked by a fine looking woman like lady. that. <laughs> exactly. I don't know what you're right. complaining about. So I go to bed. I'm itching and I'm trying to get a good night's sleep. I get up and I say, "New day, starting a new day." I'm playing golf. I go out to get the paper. I reach down to get the paper. B stings me. <laughs> no B way. is in the damn. You know the uh, plastic wrapper the paper comes in. <laughs> Bee is waiting in there. I mean an angry bee, a vicious, naughty, nasty bee. It was a yellow jacket. I saw it this time. It's Look at my uh, look right there. You know what's different, though? You see oh, it? my God, look how swollen. You see how Typically, swollen my hand though, is? when a vicious, angry bee is waiting outside for you, it ain't, it ain't a bug. <laughs> so this is new. <laughs> Typically, if there's...
there's a vicious bee vicious in your bee yard. Out there. Bob, there's, there's a vicious either, bee out there. Oh, God. One of two things is true. <laughs> She's either got a crapping dog on the end of a rope or she wants a check. Those are the two things. And speaking of crapping dogs, right after I was stung, I look out <laughs> and there's a Great Dane taking a leak on my mailbox. <laughs> I'm not kidding you. I'm not kidding you. Oh, Let me see God. your yellow jacket sting again. Look at that. That is really. It's that's that's a, over know, a day old, by the um, way. Because I have to be really careful about stings. The more stings you get, the more sensitive you become. And are you kidding? You could be cruising along one day, and a single bee will sting you, and you die. I mean, that's how bee venom. Are you kidding works. me? No, I'm not kidding at all. Bee venom I have is poison sick. in me right now. You do you yeah. Know, can you suck it out? Probably not. I can't take any more in. <laughs> You'd be over the limit. It's touch and go for me. <laughs> <laughs> that was a good one. Oh. Oh. <laughs> then I went to the golf course, and I had one of the crappiest games I've had in a while. Well, I couldn't surprised? get the driver to work at all. Are you surprised? No, I was scratching my chest. It's hard to concentrate when you're scratching your chest. You need to. You need to scratch me a little bit later on. <laughs> Leave us a talk back. Talk back with the free Bob and Sherry app. Do you have sticker shock from an unexpected bill? Go to BobandSherry.com and tell us about a bill you received that shocked you. We're selecting four winners to pay their bill on their behalf. That's B-O-B-A-N-D-S-H-E-R-I.com. Have you guys ever heard of a company called Garrett Popcorn? Yes. Garrett Popcorn. Yes. 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 It's real fancy. Right. Real yes. kind of like gourmet, fancy, fancy popcorn. Yeah. Um, I would like to tell you now about the heiress to the Garrett popcorn fortune, because you're going to be sitting here going, why didn't I pay more attention to Orville Redenbacher when I was a kid? OK, her name is yeah. Hannah Milburn. She's 31. She's originally from Chicago, where I guess Garrett popcorn That's where is based. From. Yep. Yeah. But now she has homes in Austin and New York City. And um she has a TikTok account where she showcases um, the things that she buys, her latest fashion finds and clothes and some of her favorite um, purchases at the end of, of 2023. Um, Hannah, the Garrett popcorn heiress, went on her TikTok to show us some of the things she really enjoyed. So she, um, she got a, a really pretty red sort of purse from Chanel. That was only... Uh, $4,700. And she let us have yeah. a look at that. Then she showed us some boots that look like crocodile, but they're not really crocodile. But those were very affordably priced at only $980. Then she bought another handbag for $30,000. Um, and then showed some photos of like her vacations, you know, in Lake Como and Cabo San Lucas and Paris and Amsterdam and Hong Kong and London and Hawaii, Singapore, Dubai, Las Vegas. And I just, I'm, I'm looking at these TikToks and going, I had no idea that there was a popcorn fortune for someone to be an heiress of. Did you? No, no. What was the popcorn name again? Garrett. That's just it. Garrett. You've never Garrett. heard of it. Garrett. Yeah. No, I haven't. But a you know, is, is that a person expensive. that is just um, totally oblivious to 
the rest of the world and how they live and jealousy and uh, regret that people have over choices they made in their life because we all compare. Um, And I I mean, that to me is like, let them eat cake. If you have that life, you got, you're lucky. You, you drew the right cards when you uh, came into the world, but it's kind of like pushing it in somebody's face. A little bit of a vacation is fine, but all of that stuff. I don't know. I didn't know anything about Garrett popcorn, but this, this woman grew up. This has been a very successful business in Chicago, apparently for a very, very long time. She grew up in this incredible mansion with like, you know, a gym and underground tunnels and one of those golf simulation practice swing rooms that you see at yeah, yeah. like some apartment complexes. And she, you know, she went to uh, USC and majored in business and science. She's worked, she's worked for Goldman Sachs. I mean, she's had many jobs, a career um, she yeah. left in. Yeah. She left investment banking a couple years ago to go to work for the family business, Garrett popcorn. So, yes, it's a ton of privilege and it's a little bit, it does feel a little bit like tone deaf and oblivious, but mm-hmm. she's not just one of these trust fund babies. She actually right. goes to work, to work every day. Yeah. Um, and she married a guy who is the founder of another um, investment fund, which is, I think that's where a lot of us went wrong instead of dating the guys that had founded their own investment banks we were like oh my god he's a drummer for a thrash metal band i love him (laughs) (laughs) do you know do you know who the uh, richest woman in the world is right now i'm gonna guess taylor swift yeah it's not taylor swift and it's not oprah it's i forget her name but i just saw the headline it is the heiress to l'oreal the heiress to l'oreal and there, there is actually, I think it's on Netflix, there's a, a miniseries about, I believe it's her mother, who, of course, has passed away. But when she was around, she was the wealthiest woman in the world and was snookered out of millions and millions of dollars <gasps> by a guy who just wanted to be her friend. She had a loveless marriage, and she met a guy, and there was nothing between them. He was gay. She's straight. But they went everywhere together and he took over her checking account because she just didn't want to keep up with it. Tens of millions of dollars. So much. They have so much money that even after that, the daughter of that woman is the richest woman in the world. Wow. Think about um, that the next know, time you're paying $14 for lipstick or whatever well, it is. I'm just, I'm just thinking that it seems to me like the first step is to get born into the right family. That's you like better believe it. The first step yeah. on this long golden road to success, doesn't it? So, yeah. yeah, and it just shows you like everybody thinks they want to be rich and famous. No. You want to be unknown and famous right. and right. the uh, yeah. heiress of a popcorn fortune because that seems mm-hmm. to be the much better way to go. All right, we're going to play the Bob and Sherry box office next. This is Bob and Sherry. Thanks for listening to the Bob and Sherry podcast. Have you checked out our Oddcast podcast? That's where you can find all the stuff we can't do on the radio, including the Talking Lamar podcast. In this episode of Talking Lamar, coming to a theater near you, I'm talking about the new movies that are coming out in 2024. Don't miss it. 
I have really good news for the people listening to us right now in South Dakota, South Carolina, Delaware, and Wisconsin. Those are Mm -hmm. the four happiest states in the United States of America. Round of applause. Really? Say them again. Say them again. South Dakota, South Mm -hmm. Carolina, Delaware, Mm -hmm. and Wisconsin. These are people with the lowest levels of anxiety and depression in the entire country. Um, and they now they say that in the case of South Carolina, it's for sure about the beautiful weather and the beaches. Um, Delaware, it's considered a great place to reply, retire. Wisconsin, wide open spaces. But South Dakota is the happiest state in the country. Now, I have the bottom four. And it makes like it makes me sad because these are great places with uh, unprecedented beauty. But these are the the four states in America where forty percent or more of adults have, report having anxiety or depression. Okay, so here mm-hmm. we go. Um, uh, in in descending order, um, getting down to the bottom: Alaska, Oklahoma, Louisiana. And West Virginia, and those are those are four states where those states have so much going for them in terms of like beauty and potential opportunity. But those are the four most anxious, sad states in the country. Well, it has to be driven economically to a certain degree, I guess, um, because they have they have great beauty. There's no two ways about it. I've never been to Oklahoma, wide open spaces and all of that. But uh, oh, the other Oklahoma's, states, I'm, yeah, I, I'm Oklahoma's very familiar beautiful. with. Yeah. yeah, it it um it does come down. Some of it's about um, high unemployment. Uh, mm-hmm. Some of it's about you know limited access to health and fitness and and that sort of thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you live in like a place with you know a tough climate, it's going to be hard to get outside for a good yeah. chunk of the year. And yet Let's, you have South Dakota. <laughs> yeah. And the, I mean, and the reason the measurement is to, uh, people who report depression and anxiety, it's the lowest yeah. in South Dakota. Yeah. And we've spent a lot of there time are there. So I think nice. it's because yeah, the people, yeah. there's such community mm-hmm. in South Dakota. Like people there really is. care about each other. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You hear, um, there's a couple of other states that are frequently mentioned that I'm not going to get into that. And you just say to yourself, you know, I just wish somebody would start a car plant or, or you know, whatever. And have Amazon move there and, you know, bring their headquarters and really give it a shot for these folks. Because that's what it takes. It takes it takes just it, money, you know, flowing easily and a lot of jobs. Yeah, and it, but it's more than that too. Although maybe you know, if there's money flowing and there's a lot of jobs, it's easier to do all that other stuff. It um, is because a lot of what, a lot of what makes people like people are kind of lonely and isolated. Like human beings mm-hmm. aren't meant to. We're not meant to be loners. We're meant to connect yeah. with each other and engage with each other. And when I was um, first looking at this yesterday afternoon, I was thinking a lot because I've spent a lot of time in South Dakota with the show and on my own. It's just one of the most, oh, my God, the South Dakota Badlands just don't even. It's so beautiful. It's one of the most beautiful drives you could do in your whole life. Head out on a summer morning from the eastern side of South Dakota and drive yourself to Wyoming because it is breathtaking. 
But the well, one thing Alaska, that, good Lord. Well, I mean, it's one of the most beautiful places on the planet. Alaska is a hard place to live. And it's easy to get yes. real isolated in Alaska. Um, Tony and I were in Anchorage a few years ago. And I was chatting with a woman who grew up. She was working in Anchorage, but she mm-hmm. grew up in a tiny remote village up near the Arctic Circle. And mm-hmm. twice a year, her family, they would rent a panel truck and they would drive to um, Anchorage or uh, Juneau and they would buy a half a year's worth of supplies and then Is bring, that it right? back bring it back because for yeah. a good, yeah, because for a good part of the year, they were completely cut off. I mean, a small and, village and Anchorage, near the Arctic Anchorage Circle. And Juneau are very cosmopolitan cities. Oh, Anchorage is a cool place. But yeah. Alaska is a tough, uh, Alaska, depending on where you are, Alaska can be mm-hmm. a really tough yeah. place to live. I rewatched over the holiday break, I rewatched the movie Insomnia, which is mm-hmm. um, Al Pacino playing a Los Angeles police detective who gets sent to Alaska to help solve a, a murder. Hillary Swank oh, is in it as like a yeah. rookie cop. Do you remember this movie? Yes. And one of the characters, um, uh, Maura Tierney from, I think it was the TV show ER, she plays like the uh, the innkeeper at this really charming little inn in the Alaskan countryside. And she tells Al Pacino, she says, there's only two kinds of people in Alaska. The people who were born here and the people who came here to escape something. I wasn't born here. Mm-hmm. It's such a great Yeah, line. that's interesting. Yeah. It is. So congratulations to all of our South Dakotans for living in the happiest yep. state in the whole USA. Yep. It's Bob great. and Cherry. Instant access to the podcast, podcast, fun size, and more with the free Bob and Cherry app. So uh, a lot of folks, I guess, were traveling, you know, away from home for the holidays not that long ago. I found this kind of interesting, and I want you to listen to the order, okay? These are the top five things Americans miss when they are away from home. These are the things, top five things Americans miss when they're away from home. Number one, your bed. You know, we all do like to sleep in our own bed, even if it's a nice hotel bed. You know, there's, you have a pretty good bed. There's nothing like your bed. Number two things that... Americans miss when they're away from home. Your pet. Number three. Ooh. Your partner. After Number the four, pet and the bed? Oh, my God. Number four, your bathroom. And number five, your kitchen. So, hey, Kat, fellas. You cut the kitchen. You did. Yes. You cut the kitchen. <laughs> Husbands are right between Fluffy and the bathroom. (laughs) Right between the two. That's sad. Why do you think it is? Why do you think it is? You know, you meet somebody, they meet you, you're just crazy, you can't get enough of each other. It's unbelievable. You know? But 20 years later, it's like, God, I miss that bathroom. I just wish I had my bathroom tonight. (laughs) How about Earl? My bed. My cat. Fluffy. Yeah, fluffy. Yeah, my husband. Right. Not, I know. Not as much as I miss the not cat in my bed. Yeah, and the bathroom. But more than I yeah. miss the kitchen. <laughs> what, do, do we just get sick of each other after a certain period of time? I mean, what's? Why is that? Why? Why would you not have your partner as number one? 
I'm not going to answer that on the grounds of okay. criminal. Okay, yeah. Thing. That was an uncomfortable yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. moment right there. Yeah. I guess we'll just <laughs> yeah, yeah, move along. <laughs> We're just going to kind of let that go. <laughs> this is Bob and Sherry. Thank you so much for listening to the Bob and Sherry podcast, the Oddcast, and Talking Lamar. We would love it if you would subscribe, rate, and review, and maybe share it with a friend on Facebook, Instagram, wherever you go. And thank you again so much for listening. Tis the month of St. Patty's Day, and here's a random related fact. Did you know that the odds of finding a lucky four-leaf clover are 1 in 10,000? I'd say that's pretty difficult. Fortunately, if you're a business owner or hiring manager, you don't need luck to find top talent for your team. You need ZipRecruiter, and right now you can try it for free at ZipRecruiter.com Bob. You don't need a leprechaun when ZipRecruiter's brilliant technology is going to walk you right to that pot of gold of top talent. As soon as you post your job, ZipRecruiter powerful technology starts showing you the best qualified candidates for it. Aren't you just a wee bit curious to see how ZipRecruiter can help you? Well, today's your lucky day because you can try ZipRecruiter for free. Just go to ZipRecruiter.com slash Bob. In fact, four out of five employers who post on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate within the first day. Once again, just go to this exclusive web address to try ZipRecruiter for free. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash Bob. ZipRecruiter, the smartest way to hire.